this retro thing for what it is Nostalgia goggles heavy on those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling while my hair is turning gray I'm digging back on all the things that were better yesterday So for all those things nostalgic I also do is delight Surprise, everyone, it's not a wishbone episode. Woo! Due to... It's the story, Earthbound. <laughs> Sorry, is that not what we're doing? We are doing Earthbound. Woo! Except it's not a wishbone intro mashup. Which no. Is just crazy. Uh, that is crazy. I'm going to cut that and I'm going to use it next week. <laughs> Excellent. Where it makes even less sense. Ooh. Perfect. Uh, yeah. It's all about continuity, people. Gotta listen to every episode. Wishbone is the new Breaker High, in that we were supposed to do Wishbone... Uh, circumstances beyond our control prevented it, but good news, everyone! You now get to hear a episode of just gushing love. Uh, that's gross. That's a gross <laughs> sentence. Well, you usually have one per episode, so maybe this is just your one. That's true. Uh, we're breaking the rules again. I mean, kind of breaking the rules. It's a weird situation. So we're doing Earthbound, the classic Super Nintendo uh, RPG, the cult classic. And I'm joined here on my right by Curtis. I'm on my left by Dre's here. So here's the sitch. This is Curtis and I's favorite game of all time. Yes. Like without a doubt. Yeah. Not even remotely close to any other game. Yeah. Both of our number ones. So as you can imagine, we have played it often and recently. I usually play through it, I think, once a year is usually my go to. And I sometimes I'll get like to a point where I'm just like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm done playing for this this run through. Like, you know, get to the dinosaur world or something, or even to the robots, and I'm like, yeah, close enough. Yeah, good, good. I'm done. I've yeah. seen everything I needed to see out of it. When was your last full playthrough? Uh, it's probably last summer. I have a fairly good Super Nintendo emulator on my phone, um, so it works really well to play it on there. Uh, and I've you know, boot it up every once in a while and play through it that way. Yeah. My wife and I had an arrangement last summer where she played Stardew Valley and I played Earthbound on the SNES Classic. So I played through it last summer for the first time in a while since whenever I got my wisdom teeth out and had nothing else to do. So I just played through Earthbound while really doped up, which helped, probably. Uh, Drea has never played it, is actively playing it. <laughs> That's true. As was, we record. I was just noting that you both call it a SNES and it's... Yeah. Definitely an S, an ES. Oh, uh, it could be all of those things. I don't know. Well, what do you, what do, what does everyone think? Write into like this podcast at gmail.com. I haven't checked actually to see there's if anyone only, did. Yeah, there's no other way to know. So yeah, as we've established, yeah. this is the most fact-based podcast <laughs> of 2019 and the definitive ranking uh, of any podcast. Okay, so for people who don't know what Earthbound is, uh, Drea, why don't you tell them what? <laughs> yeah, Drea, uh, is. based on the half hour ish you've played, what is what is Earthbound? I don't know. It seems like a weird yep. quest game yep. with fighting. So far, I have fought a bird, a magic spaceman, and a bug. No, the bug has joined me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Everything you just heard <laughs> is a perfect summation of Earthbound. <laughs> Um, okay, so it was 1994 in Japan, 95 in North America, which I thought was pretty late in Super Nintendo. Yeah. Frame. Um, I, like, 
didn't the N64 come out in 96? It was 96. So yeah. that's... Uh, or was it 98? I think it was 96. I thought it was 96. I think it's 96. We Anyways. are the most fact-based uh, podcast. I mean, it's 96 <laughs> now, because we said it. What's interesting is the, the main creator of this series, it's the only video game series he's known for. Uh, he's an author, right? Like, he's more yeah, known Shigesato for... Yeah, Shigesato Itoa, I think is... I'm not even going to attempt it. Fanboys. And yeah, it's like you look at his. You you'd think there'd be all these like Howl Lab stuff or anything from the different studios that he's worked for, but no, this is like he's worked on the Mother th- series. We should also note that this is known as Mother in uh, Japan versus Earthbound in North America, um, and this is technically Mother Two. Yeah. Earthbound is uh, is Mother Two. There is a Mother. The original Mother was released on the NES, and it did end up coming to North America. It's in two thousand and eight. No, uh, it was later than that because it was on the oh, Wii. It was, it was Wii, the Wii right? Virtual yeah, Console. Yeah. I was thinking it was the Wii. You're right. It and, was Wii U. And even if you don't know a lot about the franchise, you probably know the infamy, 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 infamous, infamous, infamous Mother Three, uh, which was released in Japan like twelve years ago, and has not been to this day released in North America. It is. I would say what the most demanded video game I, I, after maybe Half Life Three. I'm like ninety percent. Well, no, I'm not ninety percent sure. I'm a hundred percent sure that every year at E3, Sean and I are adamant that this is <laughs> this going is to be the year that they announce Mother Three Earthbound Two is coming. Dude, a guy Mother. on Reddit said that he knows a guy who was right about a leak about a different game, and he says Mother Three is coming. Uh, it never, it never does. No, I, uh, I actually uh, saw Reggie Filsame one time in Montreal, president a, of Nintendo. For yeah. those of you who don't know, and I yelled at him as he was walking away, "Where's my mother three? And he said, "Go he's, fuck he's, yourself." <laughs> yeah, he said that, walking away, flipping me off. Uh, then he also just said. Yeah, you guys really want that, don't you? And yeah. just kept walking. So yeah, he might actually. When I just said he's the president of Nintendo, I don't think that's accurate. So save your he's emails. Some, he's something he's, high up at yes, Nintendo. Yes, he is a kind of the face of Nintendo. He's the guy they send out there to do their presentations and such. All right. So quick plot of Earthbound. Go. Well, hang on. I'm going to some uh, provide a bit more context. So it's a Super Nintendo RPG. But the main hook is at a time where all of the RPGs were, you know, your Final Fantasies and your Chrono Triggers of, we're in a medieval place with castles and dragons or fantasies and magic, and it's all, you know, very much based in fantasy or sometimes sci-fi. Earthbound was, I think at the time, the only, it almost kind of remains the only one, or one of the very few, to do it in modern times. You could say it was, it was bound to, uh, to the Earth. I don't want to say that. Oh, okay. You can say that. All right. Good Good talk. Yeah. It's... So instead of gold or... I didn't what's another... need to spoil it for you. Oh. It's terrible. Dreas found another <laughs> piece of classic Earthbound writing. Live reactions. <laughs> We've never done that. This is uncharted territory for us. Uh, what's another fantasy like... Final Fantasy esque oh, currency like, system, secret, secret of mana, and all like those rubies. Oh, yeah. this is Any of that stuff. This, this is, is money dollars. Yeah, they use an ATM machine to yeah. pull out money. You get money out of the ATM. Uh, you call your dad, who instead of earning money from battles, like at the end of every battle, you earn this much money. It's accumulating, and then you call your dad, and he says, "Hey, this is how much money you've earned. I'm going to put that in your account, and then you go get the money out." 
Uh, it takes place in small towns, uh, metropolis, resorts, like all modern settings. So it was really, really unique at the time to ground, not ground it in reality so much, but it was a very different instead of, hey, you're fighting a dragon. It's like, no, you're just fighting some dude. And, and, and his robot that he built. Yeah. And a bug. So that's, that, is some con- that is some context <laughs> as to why at the time I know that's the reason I played this to begin with is because I saw the screenshots and thought, wow, this looks really different from the I, other stuff that I've been playing. I remember really liking like Can Secret of Mana and Chrono Trigger and all that stuff. And ah, then saw the, the big box at the yep. rental. Because that, that was one of the other things is that um, when they localized this for North America, they thought North Americans were too stupid to understand this game. Accurate. So that the game was sold with a very, very large strategy guide. Yeah, which... Be, it's actually really well presented. It's kind of designed as a, a tourist brochure for the various stops you'll make in, throughout the game. But yeah, it is. I think if I remember right, I, my player's guide is around somewhere. The there was a literal step by step for each section. Like do this, then do this, then do this, then do this. Idiot. Ooh, an old Next. Age. Yeah. But. That was fine because we were idiot North Americans. Yeah, no, I, I used I used that great. player's yeah, guide to start to finish. To be fair, I already missed something fairly obvious that Curtis was like, "No, no, you should do this." Uh oh. Uh oh! Don't don't let them hit you from behind. Uh, oh no! Oh no! That's that was just a side swipe. that's just good life advice. Yeah. Uh, so Dre's just in, engaged a skate punk, and uh, the skate punk shredded fiercely on the skateboard. <laughs> Okay, so plot. Plot. Uh, so alien Aliens. force. Uh, it's turned the world to evil. So it's made all the animals and people all uh, want to attack you. Reckless dudes and uh, scrambling e- evil mushrooms. Yeah. And, so everything in the uh, world wants to kill you, like plants, animals, random civilians. But when you beat them in a fight, it doesn't actually say. You defeated them. I think it's just they return to normal. Like when you when you win a battle, Uh-oh. you save them essentially. Or, the, yeah, or like the animals become tame, or yeah, uh, the plants return to the earth. I think something, yeah, something like that. Um, then there's this this bee or this bug. I lost uh, Jared just died. Did I actually die? You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. dog. <laughs> it looks like you got your head handed to you. <laughs> the main character's name is Dog. Actually, I named him. No, it's not. D-A-W- I named him. <laughs> D-A-W-G. Well, so I can say, yo, dog, I heard you like Earthbound, <laughs> so I put some more Earthbound in your Earthbound. I will take all of the Earthbound I can get. So, yeah, so this bug shows up from the future, and he's like, hey, I'm this bug. From uh, the future. From Ten the years. future. Here's this stone. You need to use this stone to go around the world and collect these eight melodies, and then if you can ah. use the eight melodies to... I wish I had called my dad. <laughs> what do you do with the melodies? You have to use the melodies to uh, join all the like goodness of the world to stop the big bad evil uh, Gigas. I believe his. I think it's Gigas. Yeah. I used to say Gigas. I, I used to say Gigas right. too, but it's Gigas. Yeah, and there's a prophecy that you're gonna find all of your friends, and yeah, they're also all very young. I think they're all supposed to be like 12 years old. Yeah. Uh, oh, and something else to point out with the whole modern day setting. So instead of equipping 
swords and armor you're equipping baseball bats and frying pans and cooler baseball hats like that's your armor and those are your weapons yo-yos oh the baseball hats are armor charms and stuff like that yes yeah you can equip your baseball hat if you got a new baseball hat Mm. uh Mm. how how did you come to discover this game back in back in the day i think it was absolutely just the big box that interested me and I was like, ooh, what's this? And it was one of those games that I recall renting multiple times over and over and yep. over again um, from the same store. So, And I would use like the third save slot to hope that nobody used the same save slot as me or anything like that um, until I finally beat it. But I had problems with the, the final, uh, like killing Gygus for like right at the end, as you'll recall. There's a trick to yes. beating the final boss, which frustrated me until I actually asked somebody and they told me what it was, and uh, that was frustrating. But mm, story is very similar i saw a review for it in a magazine i don't remember that was actually not a positive review it gave it it was whatever magazine rated their games with percentages out of 100 they gave earthbound something around a 68 or a 69 percent but it was the screenshots that stood out because that was when i was really getting into rpgs to seeing the look of the game and the fact that it did seemingly took place in a modern time like okay i'm gonna rent that and I rented it and was super into it. And then I would rent it the next weekend and hope to God someone didn't erase my save or progress on my save file. And if they had, I'd just spitefully either delete it or start a new game <laughs> and get as far as I Because they were one-night rentals. Yeah. So I would just get as far as I could. I think the furthest I ever got was Foreside, uh, which is the big metropolis city and the fourth city. Uh, and eventually... Eventually, we were out west visiting my brother, and I saw saw it to purchase, and I was like, oh, you, this is the game, this is the one. Like, is this the one you've been just renting all summer? He's like, yeah. Okay, well, let's just get it for him, because he's spending all this money to rent it anyway. <laughs> you could be renting other games. Yeah. Can't knock the hustle. It worked. It was <laughs> that and Mario 2 are the two that stand out as he just keeps renting it. Just buy him the damn thing. And so... Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and then it took me a really long time to beat it because I was super underleveled uh, at a point where you cannot grind. Yeah, uh, it was when you're in your own. Eventually, you enter your own mind because, of course, you do. Oh, yeah. And I was just stuck there and just couldn't progress. Um, and so I think I had to start over. So it took me a really long time to beat it, and now I have 
the way I play through this game, I've played through it enough times that I have it down to an exact science. Like I'm going to grind out levels at this exact part till I hit this level. Then I'm going to move on, and then I progress for a while. Now here's my next spot where I grind levels. What was your favorite thing to grind against? Oh, in the game against? or in real life? Oh God. <laughs> Let's keep it PG for now, anyway. In the game, uh, probably the, uh, the the happy happy villagers are up there. At one point in the game, uh, you go to a cult. So yeah, there's yeah, so much there's, to say, and I keep yeah. going down. But another thing to understand about Earthbound is it is incredibly strange and quirky, but not in a forced way. I feel like since this game came out, you see a lot of games try to be the next Earthbound, and it feels very forced, very. Look at us! Look at what we're doing! It's so funny and crazy and silly! Whereas Earthbound, you're constantly encountering weird scenarios. Like for example, what we just mentioned, at one point you go to a small to rescue the girl who becomes the second member of your party. You go to this village and it turns out this cult leader has started a cult to... Move that away from the microphone. Ah. <laughs> this cult leader has started a cult where he everybody dresses in blue in shockingly KKK like blue oh, robes no. oh, yeah. and they just want to paint the whole world blue and they... so you have to fight these cultists with blue paintbrushes whose sole purpose is to just paint everything blue and that's just one chunk of, that's a small <laughs> chunk of the game the happy happy village the happy happy village the happy happy cult um, but they you kill all the cult members right and you prove that the KKK is bad yeah perfect credits then after that, you go to a town that's been taken over by zombies, and it's all being controlled by an evil circus tent, and then you beat up the circus tent, and then there's another circus tent. That you, you gotta put fly, yeah, zombie you, paper. You put zombie on paper on the ground, and all the zombies get stuck, and you can talk to them, and they're basically like, fuck you, how could you do this? Uh, and then you go fight a big pile of puke, because he's in control of all of the zombies, and then you beat the big pile of puke, and everything's fine. And they're then after... zombies, like, who can talk and reason with you? Yes. yes. Mm. They stare into your soul. Yep. Terrifying. Uh, they're, like, I also, one of the points that jumps out at me about the pile of puke is the time where you need to stand behind the waterfall for a, a literal three minutes. Oh, yeah. Before it'll let you in. Yeah. Just... And it's like... You just have to leave your controller, and yep. you cannot move because you smell like puke. <laughs> no, you like actually do. You, you do actually smell like puke after the fight, and you can go wash yourself in the hot springs and get um, the puke off you. It's like sure. is that why you have to sit underneath the? Yeah, the hot springs, by the way, are located in a village full of creatures called Mister Saturn, who speak in gobbledygook nonsense and, and like gobbledygook nonsense text font too. <laughs> yeah, and they run the hot springs, and also. Uh, uh, I had another thought about the Mr. Saturns, but I lost it. Mm, but, I get uh, to keep the map until the year 2001 to return it. Everything we just described also happens in the first less than half of the game. Like, you go to a metropolis and uh, you fight a bunch of coffee cups. Yeah, yeah. but when you say first half, Curtis was saying that it's a 40 to 100 hour I'd say, game. I'd say like 40 to 60 hours, something like that. I would that. say your first time through, like I said, I have my playthroughs down to a science, so I think my last playthrough was just under 20 hours. It depends. Are you going for all the best weapons, and are you taking your time, which you should, to read all of the dialogues? There is a lot of dialogue. Yeah, the writing in this game is fantastic. Um, Sarcasm? No, no, it's super. Totally. Right. It's oh, so it's good. It's amazing. so. I feel like you'd be super into it because it's very punny. Like there's lots of puns and just purposely silly jokes. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to understand the puns when you don't understand what's happening. You know. I don't. 
Well, like, you know what's going to happen next. I have no idea. So they make a pun about what's going to happen. And I was like, why'd you spell ant wrong? I don't get it. Okay, yes, that in all fairness does foreshadow something else. Yeah. All right, we'll go talk to that guy right there and let's see what he has to say. No I bet it's going to be, I bet it's going to be hilarious. That guy right there? Yeah. The arcade is full of sharks. Can't play there. Okay. So that wasn't a great dog. example, but he, <laughs> what he is what he is stating Talk is factual. The dog. What about hey. the dog? Yeah. Don't you think you'll be needing a weapon? Did you know the drugstore sells things you can use? I knew about it. See? See? Very it's pretty funny. good. It was a dog. A little arrogant dog. Yes, very arrogant dog. Anyway, uh, yeah, we okay, won't just so keep reading dialogue. Why don't we, but... why don't we spoil for Drea the, the rest of the, the plot? Well, so, it sounds like I'm going to go to many other worlds. Yes. Yeah. You, you're, you're going to go through, you're going to collect... The Eight Melodies, um, which, by the way, I would say that the Eight Melodies song, uh, which you should insert right here. actually did that um it's been my like alarm for my phone since i could have an, a custom alarm like the alarm the, that you wake up to in the morning yes morning's? yeah the, that'd be a dun, yeah dun, i was gonna dun, say dun, that'd be a really good dun, 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 you know dun, you open your dun, eyes and instead of the immediate panic of life crushing you under mm-hmm. its boot just to have that moment of you know what maybe everything's yeah, gonna be nice everything's gonna be all right <laughs> and then it ends and you're like oh god no i was wrong why yeah, is everything so terrible Oh yeah, it's uh, so anyway. So you get the eight melodies, and then after after you have that, as well as all the other characters. So there's Ness, the main character, which Dre has aptly named Dog. Uh, there is. I thought the he next, was supposed to be my friend, not me. The next one you're Easy. gonna get is uh, Paula, which is the would psychic na- girl. Would you name Paula? Would you name Paula? Penny. Penny. Okay. Uh, and then there's Jeff, the whiz kid. The nerd. He does not have any psychic powers. Literally he... called him nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, and then there is the... Uh, how do you want to describe Poo? Poo? Uh, Zen Buddhist. Zen master? Zen yeah. Buddhist master? Okay, yeah, sure. And his, his, that is... We aren't making a... That's that's his default yeah. character name, Poo. P-O-O. I named uh, him Chang. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But uh, beyond so, that, you also get to name the dog. What did you name the dog? Oh, I used the I don't care feature because I wanted to see what it would do. And so it named him King. Okay. Yes, mm. there's also an I don't care thing where he just scrolls and says, okay, fine, here's the name. I was, well, I wasn't sure what would happen, so I pressed it. 
You also get to name your favorite thing. What was your favorite thing? My iPad. Okay. So eventually you will get magic and it will say my iPad will be your your key spell. Um, and you also get to say your favorite food. What oh, was this your... one was easy. Nacho. Yeah. So uh, I think the only way that comes into play is your mom offers to make you nachos. Yes. Every time I go home food. to get sleep and save. I get nachos. She will offer you nachos. Yes. yes. I won't. Um, I mean, it is still amazing. When we were kids, we of course made it butts. Oh, that's funny. So I was like, "Oh man, you want to come home? I'll get you some butts." We used like, to. Yeah, uh, thanks, mom. In some other game, Harvest Moon, you could name all of the stuff. So I would name everything like if it was a dog, I'd name it Cat. If it was a cat, I'd name it Dog. Exact same thing. Cow was like I don't know. Bull. Horse and horse yes. maybe. Yeah. I screwed up in Stardew Valley and just named all my chickens Steve. <laughs> Steve is worried so, about Steve. Yeah, exactly. Steve so it's is just, Steve. just a coop of Steves. <laughs> ah, uh, so another primary character in this is Pokey, who is your neighbor uh, from the start. Yeah, at and the start of the game, he's just your dickish next door neighbor. Who's terrified of everything. Yeah. It would seem. I have $83 in my bank account. You kind of... You see throughout the game as he starts to get more and more power. Like, he aligns himself with the cult member that we mentioned earlier. And then uh, (laughs) there's a corrupt mayor when you get to the Metropolis area. So he aligns himself with them. And, of course, by the end, he's teamed up with the core villain of of the story. And he ends up actually, like, containing the core villain of the story and becoming, like, using his power to take over more and become the main villain yeah, of the entire story. So it's, it's actually interesting to watch the arc of Pokey. Dick, who lives next coward. door to all-knowing, supernatural final boss of the game. In a flying, like, spider spaceship thing. Yeah, it's worth noting the end boss of Earthbound, which is overall a very light, funny game, the end boss is kind of legitimately ter- terrifying. The music uh, is very intense. I've heard rumors that the whole thing is a ten- like technically. You ugh, so there's so much context to give to things. So by the end of the game, you're transferring your souls into robots so you can go into because you need to travel back in time. Or yes, back, yeah, you need to travel. You need back to travel in back in time. And what I have seen fan speculation that you are traveling back in time to essentially perform an abortion, like yeah, you are yeah. killing Gigas. Or Gygus Yikes. in the womb before yeah. he can grow into what he eventually does. Yeah. That has not been confirmed Which by any is means. Is the kid but next door? No, no. the kid no, next door no. is like harnessing his powers, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it's all so. Then yeah, crazy. You, you beat Pokey, and then you and then that unleashes Gygus that mm-hmm. you then need to defeat Gygus. Yeah, just like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, where he goes and he unleashes Voldemort from the guy's back of the guy's head it's basically just it's basically it's a just remake. like that harry, it's a remake yeah, of yeah. Harry, potter. harry potter and earthbound are more or less the same story <laughs> the same. you remember that part in harry potter when <laughs> when they go to that village they're like well everything blue harry everyone's like well, we're afraid to blue right that was, that was a, the worst that was one great, yet that was a great that was British a, easily my top five no yeah. way uh harry <laughs> harry the runaway dog became tame we did it you won Dog Do you want to go back in time into these robots and perform an abortion on an alien? Poor Rob. He's going to hate us one day. One day? Oh, yeah. All right. I would argue 
We are long past that yeah, day. Yeah, I already told Curtis that Rob doesn't like me very much. Correct me, Rob. Email the podcast. <laughs> no. Because if you don't email the podcast. Ah! Ah! Now it's going to be Snake Duck. Snake Duck. I oh, okay, so what happened, what happened, Andrea, uh, is that she just stumped a enemy uh, because she's such a high level that it didn't even give her the battle. Did yes. I get to bootstomp that, that snake? That is like that my snake. dream in the, real life. That is another cool thing about this game is there are random battles, but you can see the car- the enemies on the map, so you have the ability to run if you don't want to deal with them. It's but not also, like you can walk any faster. Exactly, yeah. You just slow walk away from them. <laughs> uh, sometimes they get trapped on obstacles, but Ooh. if you are, if the game has dictated that you are way too powerful to even bother with these enemies it just ends the fight they right away they used to do that with uh, Might and Magic Heroes of Might and Magic 3 you could roll up on an enemy and if you had like a hundred uh, cheater dragons it would just be like yay 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 never mind which is definitely not my strategy that's not a real game P.S. <laughs> I used to play Heroes of Might and Magic with my brother all the time and it was it's turn based even though you have two computers so you have to wait for the other person to finish. And during my turn, I would just use the cheat code and give myself like a hundred dragons, play my turn, then dismiss the dragons from my army. So if he was spying on me on his turn, he couldn't see if I had like crazy dragons. I uh, finally told him one day and he was like, actually, that's pretty smart. <laughs> like, yes, I'm amazing. <laughs> All right, well, enough nerd talk. Let's keep uh, talking about this nerd. RPG from the 90s that You're we really like. Oh, that would so, be amazing. what do you remember most about Earthbound? What's your, like, big memories that you have about it? You're nerds. Probably the music. <laughs> um, I like the music a lot. Yeah, I have a the music... Spotify playlist that is Earthbound music. That As I do to. I. I also have the Japanese soundtrack imported on CD, but it's only a handful of tracks, which was kind of disappointing. But I... The bad news is you'll only be able to listen to that in your car from now on. What? Are actually... you taking my CD player away? Do you have, you a, have CD a CD player? player? Yeah, I have a CD player. Is it a boombox? A... You hold it over a shoulder? I also and... have a VCR. Do you have a so... system in? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I is can't it one guarantee... of those anti-skip ones? Yeah, nice. of course. Nice. You think I'm going to risk any of my music skipping? I ain't no fool. We used to have one that we would take to the cottage, and the road was just so bad that the anti-skip couldn't handle it. It was like, Do one of these while you're trying to, <laughs> yeah. which, which for those at home, I was... Doing a wave the, motion. The, the wave motion. I got my disc man at the same time I got the soundtrack for the 1998 film Godzilla. With, I would argue, the greatest song ever in hip-hop, whatever that one Puff Daddy did on that soundtrack. Da-na-na. Yeah. Da-na-na. Oh, yeah. Come with me! That one. Sean was playing it cool, but he knows all the words. What was the other? Uh, Heroes by the Wallflowers. Oh, and then a bunch yes. of nonsense. Who knows? That was the thing. I never... I was really bad with... Uh, if I bought an album for a song I liked, I very rarely listened beyond the song that I liked. So there were full albums that to this day I probably have not experienced in their entirety because I bought them for a single. A single, and then you just listen to that one. Yeah, maybe let the song again. after that play and then decided, well, it's not the other song. I want the I want to keep listening to Peaches by the President of the United States of America, not whatever nonsense comes on after Peaches. Millions of Peaches. Anyway, peaches welcome back to me. our Presidents of the United States of America fan cast. <laughs> 
Uh, this week's update, still no music being released by Presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> Are you sure that's true? I'm not. It turns out every time I think a band is done, I look them up and they've had an album this past year. Except the All-American Rejects. Rob and I looked them up uh, yesterday. Oh man, I used to listen to those and uh, them in high school with my friend Amy. Because we were talking about... Okay, we're going way off track here, but I'm still going to pose this question to the group. Because Rob and I were chatting about bands we saw live before they became a big deal. And we're one. And mine was Simple Plan. Before they became a big deal? Well, they didn't even have an album yet. They had a mm. CD sampler and then after the show they were the opening band before a, another known one that I can't remember and I believe either American Hi-Fi or All American Rejects were the the headliner but after the show we saw Simple Plan drinking and just said hey you guys did, did good I don't even know if we meant it but it's like hey good good job you guys it's, it's the thing you say to yeah stick around have some drinks with us so we drank with Simple Plan and then a year later I'm Just a Kid was a huge hit and uh-huh. we could point to it and go hey those are the guys we had drinks with Good for them. Too bad it wasn't a better band that you got to hang out with. I mean, there could, there are worse bands. Mm. My brother are hung out with Green bands? Day. Are there better bands than Simple Plan? Not many. I mean, the, They're probably the, the best. The band. Beatles. A Beatles Oof. song. Something, Oof. something, something. Oh my god, I didn't even know that was coming. <laughs> Can you fill in the blanks? That's correct. I'm See, the writing uh, in this game is fantastic. <laughs> Oh, right. I'm supposed to read the garbage. Uh, President of the United States had a album in 2014. All right. So that's still like five years ago. But that's still way sooner yes, than I Yes, I would have definitely said 2008 at the most recent. Yeah. Don't press play. No, if that starts playing, then we're going to get sued by the President of the United States of America. Somebody will definitely tell them that this is happening. I just feel like they're There'll listening for themselves. Like they have a sense that they're being men- mentioned. Yeah. What are we talking about? The soundtrack uh, for Earthbound is great. The soundtrack uh, for Earthbound is great. What else do you like? Hopefully I'm editing in songs throughout. In fact, let's leave a pause here for me to do just that. Oh, Can you friends. do Pollyanna? Pollyanna is one of my favorite. Okay, welcome back. Hopefully, I put okay, a song. Okay, so there. I only have ten dollars in my bank account because I have to go to the ATM, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You can There's go an to ATM, the ATM in the hotel store. Oh yeah, and at the hotel as well. Oh, I think they now look... it's a battle to the death. There Who should... knows more about the Earth? Yeah, it's right, right there. Right there. ATM. There's an ATM room. Uh, let's see. What else do I remember? Soundtrack. Obviously, the setting. The fact that it takes place. I remember um, we were obsessed with the idea of ordering pizza and trying to hide from them. <laughs> Because it won't, in the I've, game or in yeah. real life? Because that either Both. way that makes you an asshole. <laughs> I mean, the, the second one's not hard. We ordered it to the house and then we just fucking ran away. Uh, you can eventually order pizza in the game, and we, they do. It is possible for them to not find you. Yeah, if you're inside buildings or in dungeons or anything like that, yeah, they can't find you. So at some point, we just 
really enjoyed calling the pizza company and then running away and so that they would have to call me and say well, we give up I'm eating your pizza so weird stuff like that F- Futurama future episode future episode it's on the list oh, I've barely seen any to, I have to take You've barely seen any Futurama? barely seen any Futurama perfect, perfect. alright we're pivoting let's watch Futurama <laughs> welcome back to our Futurama fan cast um have they featured any presidents of the United States of America songs on Futurama? Oh, yeah, I bet you they probably yeah. This week's topic. I uh, bet you, uh, yes. The answer is yes. You know what's a really That's good song? Good episode. That's a great episode, yeah. everyone. See you all. Job. See you all next week. Where we'll, podcast. Where we'll, we will be discussing uh, Weird Al's parody of "Lump" by the President of the United States of America, entitled. Anyone? Anyone? Swamp? Anyone? Anyone? Gump. Anyone? Gump. Uh, Gump. Is about Forrest Gump. You better, Nailed because it. you went and saw that Weird Al. Uh, he's, oh, I love Weird Al. He is, for everybody listening, if you get a chance to go see Weird Al live, do it. It is a it was pretty top to bottom incredible show. Uh, what right. do you remember about Earthbound? Uh, well, there's, it's not hard to remember stuff that you've recently played. But you let me into somebody, a room without paying for the hotel. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, things like... Dinosaurs. When you go into the dinosaur world and you become this like oh, really really tiny tiny, tiny yeah. person, and you see like these giant dinosaurs walking around, I remember that being really crazy. Oh yeah, there are dinosaurs in the game. In case you I, said it, that. In uh, case it wasn't strange enough. When you go into your mind in Magicka, I believe it was called, and you have like the flying uh, body bird people, the, the flying birdman yeah. people. Like that was really cool. Also, it's, in the in the dinosaur area, you stumble upon a village of creatures who are too shy to talk to you, so you have to go get a book out of the library that they read to overcome their shyness, so they will talk to you and tell you what to do next. Yep, that's true. That's absolutely a thing that happens. Just gotta keep throwing an anecdote so everyone gets a good sense of, this is a really weird product. The Back to your point about like being able to see the enemies, um, one of the things that I use actively is the like if you go into a screen and you see an enemy that you're like oh i don't want to fight what them is that thing you That's can always gang member oh. you can always back away and have them disappear and then come back in and the game will reload that yep. area that to show have took different me enemies. forever to figure that out yeah sandlot episode coming soon as well um <laughs> I haven't watched that. I know. I was very excited when you told me that. <laughs> What's that? What? Sandlot. Oh, Sandlot. The so yeah, one where they find the yeah, dead. Yeah, Spoilers. What? No, Sandlot is definitely with the dog. Are you thinking of Stand by Me? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I thought you're... Sandlot. They discover a dead kid. No, no. no. Sandlot's just a bunch of kids <laughs> playing baseball <laughs> and having a real good time. A nice wholesome movie drama. So she she did specifically say that she did not see Sandlot. Yeah. So halfway through, and said, Jesus Smalls, he's dead. <laughs> um, I don't get it. Aww. You will. Um, right, and then definitely the music. I yeah. absolutely love the music in this game. It's yeah. It must the, lead to my home. The sheer amount of music is incredible yeah all the the different music for different enemies for different battle scenarios sean made uh, me mute it guys yeah I'll, I'll i'll pipe in the music you would be hearing right now yeah let's let it play for a sec okay yeah. it's good it's good now you love it turn it down i know it's so good
Also, something else I will quickly spotlight that I really like about this is the there's a mechanic in the battle system where you don't if you get hit you don't lose that those hit points right away. So oh. if you have 500 hit points and someone does 550 hit points worth of damage to you, you essentially have like a speedometer or an odometer. I don't know which term I want. Representing your health, yeah, representing your health points, and the numbers will start to slowly tick down. So if you take a fatal hit, you don't die right away. Your number, your health points start to tick down, and if you can heal before it gets to zero, you're fine. Or you're still back in the fight. Yeah, or if you can win the fight before you your number hits zero, you get to progress. No, I meant I'm. Oh, good. It was taking me into the snake fight. A it is another unique mechanic that uh, no one has really replicated since. It's one of the many reasons I feel like this game has stood the test of time. Yeah, there's just these little tiny things that, that made it the like the quality of life of playing the game itself. Yeah, was, there's was smart. There's nothing quite else quite like it. Even now, like I was saying before, there are games. I feel like I've seen the phrase "the next Earthbound" frequently enough, and I am so, a, I'm okay. an idiot, so I buy every almost every game that says this is the next Earthbound. It's never, it's never okay. the next Earthbound. So I guess well, let's talk about it. Have you played Undertale? Yes. Okay, so I've not played Undertale. That is, and that is the it game is not necessarily the say. next Earthbound, but it has a lot of the same qualities. It has a very unique battle system. It has uh, lots of really good writing, really good music, uh, a surprisingly emotional climax attached to what is overall a, f- a pretty lighthearted romp. Um, it, it has a lot of the same qualities for sure. It's doesn't have the length, the variety. It doesn't have quite that. The Earthbound really has this grand scale to it. Like You go to so many different places, you do so many different things, it really feels like you have gone on one hell of a quest. Undertale is a really well packaged, tight couple of hours. You should definitely play it. It's on the Switch. Oh, well, there you I go. would definitely, I would recommend it. That'd be a good plain game. The the other one that would be a uh, Earthbound like one would be Mother Three, which uh, I I am so holding not. I am holding games. strong. It's gonna come out here, and I'm gonna play it right. So yeah, we talked about that at the top of the show. Mother Three is a thing that exists in Japan. It came out in like. 2005? Something. 2006. Okay. I have my notes here. 2006. So almost 15 years. Jesus Christ. Yes. 15 years ago. Holy shit. I mean, 13 if you want to be math about it, but... <laughs> but it's still, like, that's crazy, like, that it was such such a long time ago. Yep. But, um, so, in 2008, the uh, Earthbound fan site Starman.net, um, basically got a bunch of people together and put in time and effort and released a fan translation uh, for the game, for emulators, uh, for the GBA. So you can download uh, a a GBA ROM of uh, Mother 3 and then download this patch and patch the game and you can play it in English. And I played through probably about three three quarters, maybe maybe half of the game. Um, It's solid. It's good. Um, It has some issues with like some of the battle systems that like I actually really enjoy the RPG elements in Earthbound and it didn't it seemed like it was lighter on the whole gameplay aspect and more about the overall story which 
was good it was engaging and stuff like that but the actual game itself the gameplay itself wasn't as fun as earthbound yeah yeah that's uh, yes that's actually another and we've touched on it a bit is it's important to note that the game like we've said the battle system is really well put together it doesn't ever feel like the battles are an obstacle getting in the way of the other stuff i would say the the story the characters the writing that's my the main draw of earthbound but it's not like the gameplay is there getting in the way yeah, and that's what I felt with Mother 3 is uh, that the gameplay was getting in the way because it wasn't as... It was it was only okay. Like, it's a very stripped-down version of what is in Earthbound. Yeah, this, I, I, there's no way it's going to live up to the hype for me now after waiting all this time is I, I have to believe it will get a North American release if only so Nintendo can shut everyone the fuck up. Like, they must, By at this point... Thing. They, they are you, swimming. Right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. They are swimming in money now. The Switch is doing crazy well. Every game that they release you hear is outselling. It. Like the Wii U ports that they move over are outselling the Wii U versions by 60%. That thing is doing gangbusters. So at some point, they must have a room full of people who go, is it worth this money to release it so everyone will just leave us alone? It's, it's amazing to me that they released... Earthbound Beginnings, uh, Mother One, on the Wii U. They translated it because uh, it was not released originally in North America. It's amazing to me that they spent that time on Earthbound Beginnings and not on Mother. But 3. if I'm not mistaken, it was done and ready to go, oh, and yeah, then they right. walked it back at the end. And because I think they did crunch the numbers and say this is not going to sell. It is not worth it. Oh, and and I guess that that is probably the other elephant in the room is Earthbound <clears throat> did not sell well. Yes, it Earthbound. Was, it was very poorly received in North America. Yes, Earthbound. Uh, I don't. Outside of that review I mentioned that didn't. I don't think it scored that well across the board. I know a lot of people just didn't really like the look of it. Um, and it did not sell. A big reason a lot of people point to is the marketing. Because they doubled down on... I think the tagline actually was, This Game Stinks. Game stinks or, yeah. yeah. And they released these scratch and sniff cards with the game because... I don't know. Like Yes, we mentioned earlier you fight a giant pile of puke. But you only do that once. Twice. There are two piles of pukes yeah, that you are. fight. And then there's multiple little piles of pukes yeah. that you fight. But in a you know 30-plus hour game, that accounts for 20 minutes of it. So it's very it was a weird angle to, to, to go. So for the longest time, it was even a worse situation than it is now. Earthbound was just shunned and forgotten by Nintendo. And then there's these little glimmers of hope, like they put Ness and Smash Brothers. Which was crazy to me, like... That for the the small roster of the original Super Smash Brothers, that Ness would have made that cut. Although I think at the time they were still working on Earthbound sixty four. There was supposed to be an Earthbound sixty four. Yeah. Little tidbit. Well, and the interesting thing about Earthbound sixty four is that that is what became Mother three, and that um, Iwata-san, who was the president of Nintendo, not at the time, but he was the um, he was the producer on all the Earthbounds and one of the main guys involved in all of that. Um, I guess it was their decision to cancel Earthbound 64, and then they eventually moved it to the GBA as like a 2D, uh, like a, an original 2D okay. view of it. I just remember and, seeing the screenshots in Nintendo Power and going, well, I guess I have to buy one of these stupid expansion things well, that they're releasing for the N64. There was that Space World demo that came out, and like if you look at it, they have the side-by-side of what's in the GBA game versus <laughs> what was in the 64DD version. And uh, they, they basically said, like, 
now looking back, they were talking about how um, Itwa, the guy, the creator, his like his his gift is writing. And they're like, they got too tied down in trying to make this this 3D game that just wasn't coming together. And they should have just focused on the writing, which is what they eventually did with the GBA version. And it was all this. They, they talked about the 3D was the real problem. They were trying to make this 3D game, and it just wasn't working for them. Good. I was really sad at the time, but... So I was like that super dead sad. Okay. I was super sad at the time. I was really, really upset at the time. And at the time, also, I didn't... There was no internet... So I didn't at the time realize there was a game that came out before this one. Did you ever play Earthbound or like the first Mother One? Oh yeah, Earthbound Beginnings. Yeah, or Mother One. Yeah, I played Mother One as a the translation for it. Um, yeah, I on a on an NES emulator. Yeah, I played it for about. So this goes back to a conversation we had when we did our um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth episode. Is that uh, NES games? are usually the shitty version of the Super Nintendo like the Super Nintendo always has the better version of that game. This is Super Mario World versus uh, Mario 3. Like Super Mario World is a above and beyond a better game, a better version of Mario 3. Oh, we're going to get letters. And <laughs> uh, it's the same thing. So when you go back to Mother 1, it's like yeah, it's a shittier version of exactly yeah. what Earthbound is. You see what Earthbound evolve or how it evolved from that i couldn't i was blown away by this but i could not finish mother one i was so excited to finally get a chance to play through it and i played about five hours and just didn't didn't want to no it was so grindy it was super grindy and which uh, for those if you do not know the term grindy well dre actually asked that question and we ignored her Oh, did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? When you made we... a joke about physically grinding your junk against things. Oh, I never answered that question either yeah. about what my favorite thing to grind against <laughs> is. Maybe, well, a favorite, maybe like my a tree, thing. get my back scratched, get that going, like grind my back against a tree like a bear. My favorite thing maybe in this grinding room. in the woods for Sean. Curtis? <laughs> I didn't mean my, my favorite junk. Thing is in you this made it for weird. Sure. Is exactly. it that whiteboard? <laughs> that is our children's <laughs> toy. Curve. Uh, grindy, in a non-weird way, uh, in video game terms, is when a game requires you to just mindlessly do battles to gain levels to have any hope of progressing. I mean, there's so, some of that here. Like, Dre is at a point right now where She's she just is. been fighting snakes for like an hour and a half. <laughs> it's because I need to go up and find whatever that guy knows. You need to fight the shark. You need yes, to fight the shark. Yeah, too. and and you should gain some levels before you fight that guy. Well, so I had you're to go doing talk the right to that thing. Dude on the hill, the hu- treasure hunter. He has oh, okay. something for oh, you. Oh right, yeah, he does have something for you. Yeah, so that's um, that's what grindy means. When you know, hey, before you can progress with the story, you should probably spend four hours wandering this cave fighting bats so your guys are strong enough. Ah, oh, there's a, my very first. What's that. your what's your very first memory of grinding <laughs> in a video game? Final Fantasy three, getting a bunch of magic. Or either that or Chrono Trigger where there was a, a rainy area or an area where when it rained, these rare enemies would pop out and you could get crazy good, um, or like they gave you a lot of points or experience to raise your magic. So I would just run around and wait till it rained and then hope one of them showed up. It was uh, Breath of Fire 3 for the uh, PS1 and... Uh, my friend and I, we'd rented it and we got to a point where we couldn't, like, we, we just got destroyed by the boss. 
and we tried it three or four times and we just kept getting destroyed and we were determined to beat this on our rental so we spent hours like just this one level where you had it and like this is in most areas where you're grinding you have a way to quickly regenerate your health like there's like a safe spot where you can like sleep and restore all your health so it was just we spent three or four hours just doing everything and then we finally tried the boss again and it was like three shots and he was done yeah and it was no and ready player one where he can't get off the school world and he like would wander into the woods or whatever and kill seals or whatever that's it yeah that's there you go that's See, you, knew, yeah. you knew yeah. this entire time yes. you had the knowledge within you you know what i just wanted you to explain it for our lovely guest listeners yes yeah, yeah I, this is. I'm a giver. Of all of the episodes so far, this one's probably going to be the most. What on earth are they talking about? If you don't know, Jay's, Jay's about to find the first money money statue. Uh huh. <laughs> it is also a weird devil statue that makes people evil, and then at one point you go into a reverse world where people talk backwards, and there's a guy on fire, and yeah, this game is a weird game. And you teleport across the different place, and you can't see the map properly, so you don't know where you're going. Yeah, it's a weird game. Sometimes like, a spaceship happens. backwards or spelled backwards? Both. Uh, yeah, everything they say is they mean the opposite. Yeah. No means yes and yes means no. So yeah. you actually have to literally select the option that means the opposite of what you want that person mm. to do. And then it's, there's a monkey cave at one point. You go oh, through a monkey, monkey cave, cave and you really have to give the monkey's presence. It would be much better than a cracked bat. And the mo- so the monkey cave is fun because there's all the different paths and you need to give all the different monkeys different items. And you only have so many item slots. So you need to... Ba- this is where the guide is very helpful because you yeah. have the list of all the stuff that you need to go to the right spot in this monkey maze with all the items you need. It's what is a monkey maze? maze well, it's a monkeys. maze full of monkeys. Yeah, oh, the right. best kind, arguably the best kind of maze. Many, many statue. Who are you talking to? Monkeys like grinds. That's for damn sure. They love to grind. Monkeys yeah. are huge grinders. Um, all right. Uh, so I see you have thing, a lot of notes. I'm going to start probably winding us down well, here. Try to stick with my sub-hour rule. The other thing that I'd like to just talk about is how crazy that uh, like how how much of Earthbound is included in Smash Bros? So I can't take it. Like, no, no, no. Uh, you cannot take the Money Money statue. What was even the point? He's just wanted to show it to you. What a dink! Yeah, he brought you all the way down here for nothing. Lure uh, a child into a dark cave. So what? Uh, what was interesting was apparently in melee. Um, Lucas was supposed to replace Ness, so Lucas was the character from Mother 3, and he, instead of replacing Ness, Ness stayed the same because they canceled that Earthbound 64 game. But then both Ness and Lucas, which are basically the exact same character in Smash Bros, uh, have been included since Brawl, so for the past three uh, Smash Bros... Release? Yeah, releases, releases, uh, iterations, if you will. Iterations? Then... uh, uh, both Ness and Lucas have been included, but like the amount of music and stages and assist trophies and items and like Porky Minch, who is the version of Pokey in Mother 3, is one of the main bosses in the single player mode in Brawl. Like, it's crazy to me that a game that is 
was shunned for many many yeah. years by Nintendo. Like it's worth going back to for a split second. Like any glimmer of Nintendo even acknowledging Earthbound was huge. I, if I remember, it was one of the Animal Crossings. They included they would include little demos, or was it Smash Brothers? It was Smash Brothers had little demos of the games that were highlighted in. Like, hey, you can play three minutes of Mario World. You can play three minutes of this. And I remember they included Earthbound, but I think only in Japan. Something like that. And then sure. when it got released on the virtual console, it was this huge, huge deal because this, there was apparently a, a bunch of weird reasons why they couldn't do it. And the rumor was Nintendo just didn't care about doing the legwork. So when that came on the virtual console, that was a big deal. And it was included on the SNES Classic. So they really started and Earthbound Beginnings being released. So they really started to come around on it. But for the longest time there, it really was just the the stepchild of the Nintendo franchises where it had a huge cult following still has a huge cult following I would argue maybe the biggest cult following in video games I can't think of any like again maybe something like of like when, when you're talking about cult followings are you talking about like games that did not sell well oh thank you games that did not sell well but are very well regarded even they yes. could they well, could sell well is not that I guess that's true at all what about Doom no, uh, everyone loves Doom. Yeah, Doom was huge. Fine. Yeah, more of a <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It was not appreciated in its time, but now has a very strong and passionate fan base. And it's not really around anymore. Like maybe Chrono Trigger is like that because I don't think Chrono Trigger probably sold very well. I bet um, it did. They did Chrono Cross, but it. Yeah, like there, they, are, there's been nothing in the Chrono Trigger universe. Yeah, since. if you go to a website. Uh, the website Fan Gamer, and just take a look at like the Earthbound merch and the stuff that people are still like. There's still people just doing fan projects to put together covers of the soundtrack and the. Tra- I was talking earlier. There's this like 400 page plus book about the translation process that they went through for Earthbound. Like, there's just so much yeah. stuff out there that continues to this day. Yeah, there's there's bands that are on Spotify that have full albums of Earthbound music, and they like they make music. I'm sure there must be an Earthbound podcast, and I'm disappointed we're not we didn't start. <laughs> Unless we did, and this is just a different. This is timeline. it. This is how we're starting it. This, this is, is our first uh, episode one. This is so. Welcome to episode one of the Earthbound Fancast, a <laughs> spinoff of the Presidents of the United States of America Fancast, because you know it, we're, we're like ringing blood from a stone to get material out of those guys. So stay tuned for our our series finale, where we discuss apparently the 2014 album that, as their one fan cast, I'm disappointed we didn't know about. <laughs> Not a very good. <laughs> we're clearly, not, we're clearly we're not very not, good at this. Clearly no, not no, doing no. the legwork. Uh, so that's probably all my notes. I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, I mean, I could go on. I love this game. Yeah, like, it's, forever. Like, like, there's no question of so do we still like this or so do I still like this because I absolutely love this game. Yeah, I I, I don't see it ever being dethroned uh, because. I, Every now and then I start to wonder, is it nostalgia? Is it just number one because of how... Because I have a lot of fond memories just tied to like the summer that it came out, s- trying to pull those weird all-nighters with my friend to see how far we could get before we had to return the game. Like all, A, a lot of that is very connected to it, but playing through it again last year, it's still... I can still appreciate... There's the so writing, the there's character. so many yeah, and the, like in the gameplay and like the different things that they do. Like Drea just was in a battle, and the when the enemy touched her, you have 
like a split second to flip your character in a direction and the direction that you're facing against the enemy is important because you can either get uh, like a, a pre-shot against them or they can get a pre-shot against you and just those little tiny quality of life things like it it just makes it that much more worthwhile yeah. in that gameplay and the, the variety in the scenario we never even touched on the runaway five which is a oh yeah like a jazz band that you encounter or blues band because they're based straight up on the blues brothers that you encounter throughout the game to help you in various scenarios like hey there are ghosts blocking the tunnel to the next town we need to go through we need to make friends with this blues band so they'll play music to scare away the ghosts and then later on you they they they're friends with the i don't know, I don't know if they're friends with but there's a female lounge a sexy female lounge singer that mm -hmm. signs a banana peel that you use to give to somebody who will let you i mean god i, I got a hamburger Nice. Did you get it out of the garbage? Because no. you can sometimes find hamburgers in the garbage. No, I found a guy. Drea, what, what's your impressions? You've played for yeah. about an hour and a half, two hours probably at this point. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's that 9 o'clock. It is 9 o'clock, so. What, how do you feel uh, being like 1 50th of the way through the game? I am curious. However, I often have a problem following the storyline of a game, like uh, where they're like, oh, you should go here and do this to whatever. And um, specifically, like, the Monkey Island games. I never could figure out the clues, because there would always be clues in the text on what you had to do next. Uh, this seems more obvious, like, go and do this thing, but... Uh, it definitely gets a little more obtuse, but... There's definitely times where, like, so... I don't know if you've done this before, but in the Happy Happy Village, you forget to go fight the spider. For I used to like purposely do that. Melody, and then be like, you finish the game, and you're like, why do I only have seven, seven yep. melodies? Like, what the hell? You can straight up skip one of the bosses if you just don't feel like dealing with this, the mole, who's the second boss, and then you can just come mole, back right, later right, in the right, game right. and destroy him, which is what I owe. That's part of my the way I play the game. 20-hour Yep. As I grind out levels in that cave and then just take off into the night. interesting it's definitely text heavy which as a child i would not have liked <laughs> i was not a fan of reading yeah there's I a lot of that, the translation book definitely covers Ooh, how nice. the translation effort was which was done shockingly like i think it was like eight months or something crazy and the amount of stuff they had to translate because every character sometimes has multiple things to say depending on where you're at in the story so you talk to everyone at this stage where Drea is, and they're all referring to the problems that the town is currently facing. Then you are going to deal with those problems, and you can go back and talk to everyone again, and they all have different things to say. Whereas I feel, and I could be completely off on this, that a lot of other RPGs, no matter what point in the game you talk to them, they still have to say, like, my name's Mary, and I run the store if ever you need to come buy anything. What was the screen I had to go to? 
The other one, PSI. Ah. PSI iPad. I used to say Psy, and then Drea said PSI, and I'm like, oh, is it, should I be saying I PSI? think I used to say that, too. <laughs> say Psy. Yeah. How embarrassing. Oh, my God. Just like SNES. Oh, uh, we'll let the listeners decide SNES on that. SNES or SNES? What's wrong with SNES? It's SNES. Do I want to become a member? I'll open a poll. I'll open a poll on Facebook, because you can only have two options, which is Wait. really stupid. What did he say? Hey, hey, kid, do you want to become a member? Yes. Come back after you finish Earthbound. God damn it. it oh, yes. Characters thing. in Earthbound are also aware that Earthbound exists. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of don't the... don't be such a snob. Fuck. There's a lot of the wall-breaking stuff that I really like, the fourth wall stuff. Yeah, yeah it's like... a lot of like, oh, the screen in front of you. I mean the yeah. world there's... in front of you. And they really, again, I guess we've spoiled a lot. I won't, they really lean into it. Like, at one point the player starts to factor into the game like oh, yeah. you have to name yourself and it, they start talking to you and I think they really me. go full in on acknowledging that they are in a not even necessarily that they're in a oh, video game no. but they're they're aware that there is some sort of higher power <gasps> controlling them and yeah earthbound's fantastic i like and, the uh i was watching Drea play it at the start and that's what gave me the reminder of this is where she went to leave without equipping her cracked bat and Pokey was like hey sorry to give you some game type advice but you should equip your weapon and they're like oh that's funny that's funny oh she went to fight Frank without uh, healing herself I just I don't know if we necessarily have much new to add to to the pool of why everyone adores this game or why the people that adore it adore it but that's you know I just That's our myself. experiences with it. Oh, you did just heal yourself. All right, never mind. Yeah, credit not, where credit's due. I'm not new. She knows what's up. Kind of. Uh, what? I'm very new. Right, yeah. What's something that you're currently enjoying? Uh, well, I, I actually gave this some thought instead of you springing on me, this on me like last time. I liked uh, in the last episode that Mel basically just tore down my entire concept of is it. Is that a thing? <laughs> Doesn't that what everybody's done to you the first time they've jumped on it? Kinda. Because yeah. the, the answer I picked, she's like, you can't say that. You've already watched that before. It's like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. I have no idea what this segment is anymore. Isn't it just like something you're... Oh, well, okay, well, I... It's just a... Okay. I guess it, All right, well, what I what I was going to say is that I, I recently... Battle. Yeah, that's classic. That's smart. That makes sense. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is that I recently took a trip to uh, the UK, and on the flight, and on Netflix, I watched both Rogue One and Solo, A Star Wars Story. And again. that weird Tidy Up show. Oh, yeah, well, I watched other stuff. <laughs> I watched those things, and... I really love those movies. Like, uh, it, it's I surprise, shocking uh, development. I like a Star Wars movie, um, but uh, they're very, very good. They're both very, very different movies. One is a fun romp, uh, Solo. Rogue One, one is <laughs> the uh, ending to Rogue One is hilarious. <laughs> Darth Vader stabbing people in the chest. It's stuff. like. <laughs> <laughs> so he got him. He got oh, him. Look at him get Murder. Him. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, just Rogue One's just such a great, you know, all around encompassing movie. I both of those movies, I love, love, love to death. Uh, I think they're fantastic movies. Quick question about the game. Yeah. I may have died, 
and return to a safe point before I talk to that dude. Do I have to go back and talk to that dude, or do I no. just have to know that it's there? Yeah, that you just yeah. Know that's that, that right. stuff is already still yeah. is as still right, happened. Cool. Um, and the other thing I watch, which I don't know if you've watched this, is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yes, our daughter is obsessed with it's, Teen Titans Go. Uh, but you've watched the movie? Yeah. But, it's good. It was it's funny. Really funny. Yeah. It was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it, it was... I wish... I uh, I tried to get a friend of mine to watch it on the flight that I took in November. And he watched about 10 minutes of it. And then he was like, it's too childish for me. I can't watch it. And I'm like, oh, so I never ended up watching it. And then I had an opportunity again this flight. And I watched it. And it's really yeah, amazing it is very good i actually would probably put it the show is fine i've just seen a lot of it um our daughter now requests it she will point at the tv and say go so that's what that's how we know that she wants that on uh it is a i've never watched the teen titans cartoon which probably allows me to enjoy this one more because apparently your hatred of this one is largely dependent on your affinity for the previous one like the original uh, cartoon network on yeah I have watched a bunch of that one. Yeah. yeah, apparently it's very, very, very different. I can imagine it is. Yeah. Um, so you watch the the Stinger and Teen Titans Go, or Go yeah. So I understood yeah. like what okay, is right. going on so there. In but the Stinger I, and Teen Titans Go to the movies is it's like a parallel dimension where the Teen Titans from the Cartoon Network version are like breaking through to the Teen Titans Go to the movies character i don't know it's weird because i have no idea what's going on yeah but yeah i agree Teen uh, Titans was, Go to the movies was very good it was super good it was very very good and to the point where i messaged ray and i'm like i'm pretty sure our kids could watch this movie and it's, oh definitely <laughs> except, like we're showing it to so there's a there's a website i don't know if you've ever been to it uh, i believe Pornhub. what's it called <laughs> yeah but there's Pornhub. uh there's red tube and then the other one is x hamster you porn yeah x hamster you porn uh <laughs> what X hamster. Oh my! Uh, what else is there? There's the one. <laughs> what other pornographic <laughs> websites can we name? There is the They're one. They're giving us money for every mention, so you might as well talk about porn. I'm pretty porn sure porn Reddit porn probably porn has porn. some porn stuff. On. Uh, Are you googling it? <laughs> no, there's a Red website. Oh He's my like, god! I you're, we the had... worst. you're all the worst. You're all the worst. Amazon. I'm trying to get my point across. <laughs> There is a website. Amazon, you can buy some porn. That's where true. Parents, where parents mm-hmm. review movies uh. and TV shows and say like yeah. what they think is an adequate rating for it for children and stuff like that. And people on that website for Teen Titans Go to the Movies felt like it should be like an 18 plus movie. Then never go to that site again. Yeah. and uh, I mean, for uh, some things they're fine. The recommendations are legit. And it's for like, oh, they mentioned like girls pooping in the movie and they mentioned uh, right at the end where Robin uh, that was actually my favorite joke in the movie and is like parents are ask your parents make sure to ask your parents where babies come from yeah so uh, I, I found that uh, very interesting that is weird yeah super weird alright it took a long time I don't really have an answer I've been enjoying the trailer for John Wick 3 <laughs> I've never seen a John Wick movie. Uh, never. So stay tuned for our John Wick episode. Because we have to do a John Wick episode. Do we? I've never watched it either. It's We have to do a John Wick episode. I am not going to say anything else about anything related to John oh, wait, Wick. You know what else I watch? 
Mission Impossible Fallout. Mission Impossible Fallout's also a great movie. Uh, just giving that so you can guys can tag hashtag Tom, you need Cruise. Tag, like, Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill and oh, do what you need to do amazing. with those guys. Ben Affleck still makes movies. Hashtag Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, so I won't say anything else about John Wick 3 except that if you are wondering, yes, there is a part in the trailer where he is riding a horse and shooting people driving motorcycles in the head as they try and kill him on his horse. Uh, As you do. Oh, it's so good. I cannot I mean, wait. I cannot wait. You don't let them wait. take the first shot. You got to be on the offensive. That's a week before my birthday, and then right after my birthday is the new Godzilla movie. So mm. I am going to just die of sheer orgasmic delight for my birthday this year. I'm making a very grossed out face. It might not be physical. Why do you physical. have to talk about your orgasm all the time? F- they might not be actual physical ones, just I'll be very, very happy. I can't guarantee. I don't know how good the movies are going to be or what will happen when I'm in the theater. <laughs> Maybe I just got bored and went onto one of the many websites that we listed a few minutes ago. Like the one where the you porn, review... Yeah. No, Which is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell, this, tell me more about this review <laughs> of Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, tell yeah. me how it's inappropriate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how much did Tom Cruise run in this movie? Oh, oh so yeah. much. <laughs> Why is he always getting through the air, guys? I well, it's not going to get better than that. Have a good night, everybody. Wait, what about draft? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh. No, go. Uh, well, I just started this new hot video game. Current release... Earthbound. Never heard of it. Uh, also, we just finished the uh, second season of Mrs. Ma- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I highly recommend it. It's super funny. Um, super great. And I think it's like, I don't know everything about that period, obviously, because I did not live it, but it's a very interesting um, look on what a woman's role was like in the 1950s, 60s, and uh, sort of the people who break through all of that is very interesting. And that's pretty much it. Pretty much. Oh, ooh, no, I started using the CBC app, Gem. And you can stream things for free. So I watched an entire season of Rachel Koo's Melbourne, Melbourne um, season thing. She, like, goes. You and can't do a better British accent or uh, Australian accent. Oh, no, than I that. can't. I can you teach know that. It. I can teach it. It's you. a giant hole in my. I mean, I've nailed the British. Fucking crush the Russian accent, but I cannot do Australian. The low, the lowness is so weird. Pool, pool. Like, why? Why do you have to go so low at the end? Makes no sense. Australians, right in. Oh, tell us what's I, up. I listened to the serial podcast uh, Shit Town, and it was really, really good. God, I never finished serial season three. You should. Although Excellent. I don't know what we're talking about because this is the only podcast. Yes, it's true. This is the only you one. You this one and that's the one you're stuck with. Yeah, so I is... hope you like Wait, can we plug other podcasts? No, we cannot mm. plug other podcasts. Mm. Definitely not like the Bechdel cast or anything like that, mm. which I really enjoy. Curtis told me that he listened to their episode about When Harry Met <laughs> Sally and they did a better synopsis than we did. And if you will recall, you and Sam shut me down hard when I tried my like setting the scene synopsis thing. I've... I've gone on the record saying I forget about every episode <laughs> as soon as it goes Moments up. Moments later. So I have no idea what you're talking about. I need to clear that. When did we space. do Harry, When Harry Met Sally? <laughs> New Year's. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't remember that. None of that ever happened. Yeah. None of it ever happened. Once this goes up tomorrow in like 12 hours, that'll be the book. Okay. Done. No problem, Sean. This is comedy gold. No editing required. <laughs> I mean... I hope that's true, because I'm probably not going to have much time. 
So I'm gonna go do that now. All uh, right, have fun, Sean. Yay! Yay! We're gonna play more Earthbound. Fucking hell. So for all those things nostalgic, I asked.